Chart Chat is a member of the Tiege.fm network from WTJU Radio. Find out more at Tiege.fm. That's T-E-E-J dot F-M. Hello, everybody. It's Monday, January 29th, 2018. I am Tanner Green. And I'm Caitlin Flake. And you are listening to Chart Chat, your weekly guide to the past week of pop singles hitting the US and UK charts. Caitlin, we're near the end of January, first month of 2018. What's new? Lana Del Rey is new. Who, who is this Lana Del Rey? <laughs> My new best friend. Oh, okay. No. So MBD. I had the pleasure of meeting Lana Del Rey in the in, flesh, in the flesh wow. Washington, D.C., um, one of the best experiences of my life. Mm. Um, she signed a hat for me. Yeah. I talked to her about the paper that I wrote about her. It was really weird what did she say? and great. She like <laughs> so I s- kind of screamed like I wrote a paper about you in grad school. <laughs> yeah, and she was like, really? And like walked over to me and was like, that's kind of cool. And I was like, oh my god, um, yeah. I'm kind of uh, shaking. Also, you're amazing and uh i fangirled like really really That's hard so cool and i think i think i said some more things to her that sounded intelligent and like people around me confirmed that i indeed sounded oh, intelligent okay. and like cohesive but i was like short of breath <sighs> oh my gosh yes yeah, so that's really cool chart chat met lana del rey in dc yeah. Fantastic. Sorry, I'm gushing. No, I'm still like do. <laughs> on the high of meeting Lana Del Rey. No, I mean, the most exciting thing I have going on is I have cats, so <gasps> I, I can't compare. And their names? Bobby in Egypt, a.k.a. Bobby Egypt, a.k.a. the up-and-coming lounge singer, Bobby Egypt. No, <laughs> someone said it sounded like a lounge singer. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. I but what it. is here and what is there are the chart debuts for this week. On the U.S. side of things, kicking things off, there's El Baño by Enrique Iglesias cannot pronounce things in spanish well featuring bad bunny debuting at number 98 debuting at number 92 it's dua lipa with idgaf debuting at number 91 it's king's dead by j-rock kendrick lamar future and james blake at number 84 it's tequila by dan and shay debuting at number 80 it's troy sivan's my 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 debuting at number 71 there's young boy never broke again with his song outside today debuting at number 64 it's kk with 6ix9ine, Fetty Wap, and a boogie with a hoodie. And debuting at number 47, there's The Champion by Carrie Underwood featuring Ludacris. I cannot get over Carrie Underwood featuring Ludacris. I cannot get over how bad that song is, but fortunately we're not talking about that because this is a podcast about positivity. Oh my God. So Caitlin. Yeah, super positive (laughs) on the UK side Mm -hmm. this week. We have a lot of high entries, um, in my opinion, this week. Um, Debuting at number... 76 we have one bit and noah cyrus with my way and number 74 we have marshmallow and lil peep um that's a remix of course rip lil peep uh with spotlight we have number 73 harvey with his song personal and we skip a lot at number 40 we have camilla cabello she loves control at number 38 troy savan my 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 And finally, at number 34, we have Georgia Smith featuring Stormzy with their amazing track, Let Me Down. That's a little foreshadowing for you. 
but before we get to that, I want to talk about two of the songs that I picked out for this week, one of which is uh, showing up on both the U.S. and the U.K. charts, and that is Troy Savan's My, My, My. Uh, a little bit of background on him. He's a South African musician who also, weirdly enough, uh, played a young Wolverine in the 2009 film X-Men Origins. Wolverine. Oh, wow. Sure. So, you know, actor extraordinaire as well, apparently. Um, and he's in an interesting spot where he's not entirely new to the charts, but he's not some sort of an A-list superstar hmm. yet perhaps um you know he's got some gold selling songs uh that have done decently well and an album uh released in 2015 called blue neighborhood peaked at number seven um and that release had a single called youth which actually went platinum peaked at number 23 on the hot 100 and to kind of give a little bit of background on the song from this year i'm going to play a little bit of that song from 2015 again called youth my youth is yours, run away now and forever My youth, my youth is yours The truth's so loud, you can't ignore my youth My youth, my youth, my youth is yours What if, what if we start to drive? Okay, so as you can tell from that clip, he's very much, I mean, to, to use lazy shorthand, he's post-Lord. He's very clearly in that sort of a vein. You've, huh. got, you've got the young, sort of sensitive vocals. You've got instrumentation that's a little more pared back than the like early 2010s electro-pop Kesha Lady Gaga style. Sure. Um, but there's still that sort of sweeping chorus that kind of reaches for the stars. And so with all of that in mind, I'm now going to play a clip of his newer song, My My My, which sounds kind of about what you would expect uh, it to sound like a given two years passage of time. So on one hand, obviously, it's more danceable than youth was, um, but it still has some of that vocal pitch shifting that's very mid-2010s. Um, and of course, given the fact that we are even further removed from that early 2010s, loud, loud, loud dance floor moment, it's a little more stripped back than even youth was. Um, but, you know, it's on one hand, I'm struck by how the song is I'm struck by the lack of what's striking in the song, if that makes sense. Like it's <laughs> sure, no, like yeah. it's fine. It's it's fine. I have my own personal aversion to the really ridiculous falsetto melody doubling in the chorus. Mm. I just find it really annoying. I I find it annoying on pretty much every song it crops up on, and it crops up in a whole lot of songs. Um, <laughs> but I don't know if you feel any differently. Yeah, 
Yeah, I actually, um, I don't mind the choruses of the song. I really like the distorted vocal line. Um, that's kind of like the Post Malone rock star kind of vibe. Mm. I do really enjoy the my, my, my. I think that's a very catchy, very simple and rhythmically interesting, I think, at mm-hmm. the point in the song where it crops up for the chorus. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's what ultimately makes the song successful and charting right now. The verses, if anybody cares to look up a live performance of Troy Sivan singing this, mm. uh, you'd be shocked. His dance moves are phenomenal. Yeah, he has a really good performance on SNL. He's got yeah. some really good stage presence. Right, and uh, the verses just drop completely, and that's lo- lack of vocal <laughs> prowess. And ultimately, like you said, it's a danceable track, and that's what's going to make it yeah. successful right now. Yeah, pretty straightforward. Less straightforward, though, is King's Dead by J-Rock, Kendrick Lamar, Future, and James Blank. Blake, not Blank. We've got all four. A little bit of background on J-Rock. Similar to Savan, he's been not exactly new to putting out music. Um, But again, the last couple of years have really seen his career start to ascend in a way that it hadn't before. Um, Important to note, J-Rock has been releasing music for much longer then Savan, um, his first commercial single was back in 2008. Oh, wow. Um, I had Lil Wayne and um, yes. Will I Am on it. Uh, but even before that, mixtapes, mixtapes of plenty. Um, and sort of similar to Savan, his biggest success is uh, an album in 2015 uh, titled 90059 um, that peaked at number two on the hot R&B and hip hop albums chart and at number 16 on the overall Billboard 200 sort of conglomerate album chart so with that being said here is a little bit of j-rock's verse on king's dead and it's like that look mvp i don't get no sleep no i don't like that look bust that open i want that ocean yeah that bite back look do it bite back look need two life jack look i ain't gonna hold you i ain't gonna pressure never control you i ain't gonna front you keep it 100 i don't know you boss like top dog boss my life for crossing over stutter stepping got a hall of fame and all my I've been ready, my whip been ready, my been ready, my click been ready, my been ready, my checks been ready, my shots on full, that's all I'm getting. I got pull, I hope y'all ready, my tank on full, you know unleaded, I gotta go get it, 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 my name gon' hold up, my team gon' hold up, my name gon' hold up. There's a lot to like there. He's got a tight flow, but not only a tight flow, he switches his rhythmic patterns up a decent amount, mm-hmm. and that's really engaging. The production, of course, it's me, I'm gonna talk about the production a little bit, Ugh. courtesy of Teddy Walton and Mike Will made it. If it's Mike, you know, Mike will made it is on it. So I'm of course going to be hopelessly in love with the production. And this one (laughs) I'm particularly keen on. You've got this juxtaposition of that sort of low pitched synth line. That's very dry, no reverb on it. And then you've got the super reverberant rim taps Mm -hmm. that just like echo as if they're off in some like distant cavern. So there's a really cool sort of spatial juxtaposition there. And on a broader sort of structural level, I think what's really interesting about the track is even though this is a J-Rock song, this is from an upcoming album of his, he does not even have a plurality of the time on the track uh, in terms of just like duration. Hmm. You have Kendrick Lamar. He does the intro, the chorus, and an extended outro after a beat switch. You've got Future in there who we'll get to a little bit later. Wink. <laughs> No, we I, gave it away. Yeah, I was focusing on that. No, it away. I, I, I stole a page out of your book. <clears throat> um, and then you've got James Blake randomly popping in for three words or three lines. I don't even know why he's there, but that's neither here nor there. 
I bring all this up to just make the point that it's a testament to J-Rock's talent and the quality of his verse that he does not get drowned out by all of these other bigger Huge names. Names. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. He he does not get crowded out at all. It's still he he holds his own and it's a really impressive track. Yeah. How do you feel? I am absolutely in love with it. The first time I heard it, um one, I laughed really hard. And two, I was just blown away. Like I sat in my chair and stopped doing what I was doing, mm-hmm. like multitasking mm-hmm. while listening because I was like, wait we're in a whole new section here. Mm-hmm. Like this is incredible. And even like there's somewhere around the two and a half minute mark in the yep. song where I think for five seconds, it's just some like super slow transition and then entirely new beat. Yep. I'm a huge fan. I think there's an album's worth of ideas in this track yep. alone. And I'm super excited for the album to come out. Yep. Yep. An album's worth of ideas. And yet it doesn't feel the song itself doesn't feel uh, incoherent. Right. Like it, it doesn't, it doesn't feel like stitched together sloppily. Like mm-hmm. it's really impressive how it manages to take those ideas and make them cohesive. Yeah. And I still feel like it's stitched together. Like I still feel mm. like it's definitely like a quilt mm. of all of these very weird, you know, whether we're talking production, mm-hmm. uh, ly- lyrics, vocals, sure. whatever. Um, it's, a lot to take in and it's a lot to listen to um but i encourage listeners to like really spend some time with this track because i found myself not really liking it so much and then absolutely just getting into it and really focusing on those transitions and i think that's what you were saying it's so seamlessly done but so clearly different all of these sections definitely yeah and so now let's hop over to the other section of this podcast, uh, Caitlin, over in the UK. What you got? Let's do it. I have some very exciting news from our favorite Camilla Cabello. She's not our favorite. I mean, she's the lie. only Camilla Cabello. So <laughs> I guess by proxy, she is our favorite. Yeah, I guess. Um, so I'm really excited about her song, She Loves Control. Um, it's a reggaeton EDM inspired track from her new self-titled album that dropped January 12th, 2018. So you could check it out now. Obviously, uh, we've talked about her before on this podcast, mm-hmm. being a part of Fifth Harmony for a while. Mm-hmm. She left the group in December of 2016, um, which a lot of people criticized her for because Fifth Harmony was insanely popular in 2016. Uh, but it seems to be paying off now, Definitely. her choice to go solo. I'm going to play a little clip of her new song right now. No, she doesn't go to the bar. Too many lovers she's got and they want her back. She loves control. She wants it her way. And there's no way she'll ever stay unless she give it up. That was Camila Cabello singing her song, She Loves Control. So, the second I heard the song, Tanner, I knew I liked it. Even that intro, 
Tanner said it reminded him of like a little waltz. Right? Yeah, for, for a second before it becomes clear where the rhythmic uh, sort of pattern falls, I thought it was going to be a waltz for a second. I was like, wait, what? Oh, and then like <laughs> a split second later, it's 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 clear. Yes, you got it. Reggaeton, mm, lovely. It is so similar though. It's very, it's kind of it's weird. Um, so. I'm a sucker for a well-produced reggaeton beat. It's a reason why I like a lot of mediocre mm. songs. Um, and I looked a little bit into the production of this, mm-hmm. and lo and behold, we have a big name here, Skrillex. Uh-huh. Seems like a really weird pairing to me, Camila Cabello and Skrillex. Mm. Not something that I would expect like January 2018. <laughs> I don't know why it hit me so hard. Yeah. Um, but Skrillex has done a ton of work with reggaeton artists, dancehall artists like Damian Marley. It's a really good track. Um, and he's Skrillex is also working on a new album right now. Hmm. So I'm sure we're going to discuss this in the future. In terms of what the track is, I'm going to talk about what I want it to be later, which is why I'm differentiating oh no. it now. Oh no. um, it's very clean. It has that kind of high energy that Skrillex brings to tracks, which is super cool. And it has these this horn section that pops up every now and again. That's almost like Hans Zimmer, like really low ch- tubas and like, oh, it's expertly controlled. I'm a really big fan of the production on the track. But the track falls flat for me a little bit, mostly because there's no feature. Like this is just mm. Camila Cabello and she's a good singer. I just want to give you a taste of what I think we could combine mm this track she loves control with mm-hmm. and that is make it bundem and this track is produced by skrillex featuring damian marley to give you a little idea a little more energy there um and just that lower voice to juxtapose Mm. with camilla cabello's really sweet like very nicely executed vocals Mm -hmm. you just need something that holds down like that lower end and i missed that throughout the whole song i think it would make it a little more interesting um just a fun fact that track i just played make it bundam it hit number 58 on the UK official singles chart in 2012. Mm. Camilla's is already higher than that, but just imagine the possibilities if you combine something like that. I think when I hear this song of Katy Perry and Skip Marley's Chain to the Rhythm, mm. yeah. and again, I just suggest Barrington Levy, Yellow Man, Damian Marley, anyone please take this track, remix this track. Like, <laughs> I would love to hear it, seriously. Do you feel like it deserves a feature more than Havana deserved a feature? Havana, of course, being the smash single with uh, the the Young Thug feature. That's an excellent question, and I think they both des- not only deserve, but need features sure. to work. Yeah. And as much as I do, I like this song she loves control Mm -hmm. i do think that if there was just one more artist or maybe two like to just spice it up a little bit oh it would be i think it would be top 10 easily on either the u.s or uk side i mean you make a good case because i I think part of what i struggle with this particular song is 
it winds up feeling kind of flat by the end, mm-hmm. sort of monotonous in a way. And what you're saying about having another artist in there, another voice, particularly another lower voice, perhaps to sort of anchor things. I think I'm into that idea. Yes. Yeah. Someone who's really rhythmically on the ball, mm-hmm. like reggaeton or dance hall veteran. Mm-hmm. It's a no brainer. Yeah. Yeah. So Camilla, please reach out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'd love to hear something like that. Yeah. Okay. So my, last song we're going to discuss let me down by georgia smith featuring stormzy georgia smith a little bit about her rising star of 2017 um she was and still is a more of a singer songwriter uh type musician from central england so not from the city like a lot of the artists are that we talk about on this podcast um her biggest accomplishment of 2017 was being featured on drake's more life on the track Get It Together. Mm-hmm. I put that in our uh, Spotify playlist if nice. you want to check that out. Um, she was also nominated in the category Best Female Artist at the 2017 MOBO Unsung Awards, those award shows uh-huh. that I mentioned last week. Yeah. yeah. So it's cropping up everywhere mm-hmm. now with these artists. Mm-hmm. It's very cool. Let Me Down is Smith's first record of 2018, and it really hit the charts hard. Mm-hmm. So it entered at 34. I'm going to keep an eye on this one yeah. because I think it will rise. Obviously, we also have my biggest celebrity crush featured on the track, <laughs> Stormzy. Um, we're just going to jump in, and I'm going to play you a long-ish clip just so we can get the get full Stormzy yeah. feature. Sometimes I wouldn't mind if I was less important Would you think about them all the time? Wonder if you'll even notice in the morning So where'd you go when you can't get to me and you just can't control? Sometimes I wouldn't mind if I was less important But I've got you to let me down I've got you to let me down Only you can understand why I've got you You've got me, I ponder on that Said I'll be back in a sec, I need to reflect But you swear it's been longer than that Time is gold and time is thin But time is rare so we squander on that I feel your pain when I hear your voice So fix your tone and it's stronger than that And you're like the strongest girl I know Probably the strongest man, it's my mum Don't go wasting your loving on me When I see tears on I'm likely to run So girl don't love me, I mean it When I say I love you, I mean it Caitlin, how do you feel about Sia? I mean, Georgia, Georgia Smith. <laughs> that was one of my talking points, Tanner. I know. I'm, uh-huh. it's, it's, it's a segue that I'm offering to you. <laughs> Thank you so kindly. Um, <laughs> that song is so haunting. Oh, my. Oh, it's wow. pretty cool. It's the piano chords, the, the wailing kind of vocal line above Stormzy's rap. It's all, it's, it does, it gives me goosebumps. Yeah. And 
I love Georgia Smith's voice. I love Sia. Yeah. I'm a huge I mean, Sia yeah, fan. Like, I'm not saying that as a complaint. Yeah, I mean, I feel like her voice is soulful and really, like, somehow pulls at your heartstrings, but also remains quirky. And I don't know whether or not that's because of her accent mm-hmm. or whether that's some other kind of vocal technique that she's using. And also just the melodic intervals that mm. she's singing are yes. very dissonant. Yeah. So there's also that to consider. There is. That's actually a really good point too, Tanner. I think also we have a good example here of what I see as lacking in the Camilla Cabello That's song. exactly what I was thinking of. Yes. Yep. So we have the Sia voice, right? Georgia Smith, amazing voice. I think she's like 20 or something like that. I know, as I get older, I get so <laughs> sad and I look at these young artists. It's not going to get any easier. No. And we have Stormzy, who is 24, and his voice sounds like he's 44, and he's just like so low and just delivers these lines that are also heartbreaking. It was actually cute. I was watching an interview of Georgia Smith by Beats One, and she recalls kind of meeting Stormzy for the first time in 2016, and they were in the studio with uh, one of their producers, Ed Thomas, and they Ed was just playing some chords on the piano, and she started singing mm. and describes how Stormzy just kind of came in and out, and, you know, that's kind of how the second half of this song goes. So Georgia Smith's just, like, singing her heart out, and Stormzy's just like you know blah 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 blah. let me down let me down and it's so it works Mm -hmm. i just like did a really sad impersonation of it a little bit (laughs) thanks co-host i I, I couldn't do any better it's okay yeah um i also have a cold right now so whatever (laughs) um but it uh, it's so it it just works the structure of the song lyrically also i'm gonna just keep using the word heartbreaking because Mm. it is like if you just think about the lyric I've got you to let me down. Hmm. Like, oh my gosh, if you stop and think about that for a second, like it almost makes me want to cry. Like, you're committed to this person. I I have you. You let me down, but I'm still like, I'm still there, like committed to you. Mm -hmm. And I know you're going to do this to me. Like, that's so depressing and heartbreaking. And like, it comes through with the tone of the song, uh, matches it perfectly. And then Stormzy's rap is like, yeah, I know I'm really crappy in this relationship and or like any relationship. Oh, well. And then the two voices come together and it's like, oh, my gosh, it's almost like a dance, like a ballet. Mm. It plays out just Mm -hmm. in my earbuds that way. It kind of hurts to listen to. I will say that. And I almost didn't want to listen to it many times as I prepare for the podcast. Musically, obviously, we have the piano chords that I talk about all the time. Huge fan. I'm really subtle with how the percussion and kick is used in this song and then varies a lot towards the end. It's something that I didn't notice Mm. until, again, I've been listening to it for a long time. Mm. I was like, oh, that's actually like very muffled and Mm. subtle and something that's almost comforting as a kind of anchor in this song as I like emotionally float through it. Um, So I thought that was something cool to bring up. My one criticism which isn't really a criticism, I don't think, um, is the more I listen to it, the more I feel a bit of a lag towards the end. And obviously the song lilts. It's not like a dance song Mm -hmm. that we see on the charts, like my, my, my. Um, It doesn't drive with a purpose, but that's not really a criticism. It's just kind of the way the song was written. Part of its function. Um, Yes. So those are my thoughts on 
let me down. You have anything to he, add, Tanner? I mean, it makes me once again wish that um, I'm totally blanking on the name from Dust Till Dawn. It makes me wish that that Sia and Zayn song was like Stormzy and Georgia Smith or something <laughs> like that. Like, honestly, yeah. like it, it, the the atmosphere of both of those songs have that same sort of tragic feel to it like Mm. you were saying where it's like there's some inevitability in the future and even though i know it's coming i can't rip myself away from it like it has like both of the songs have that and this one just executes it so much better than from dust till dawn um and i think a lot of that just comes down to the singers yes and like the rapport that the singers have like watching georgia smith's talk about stormzy and say like he's such an amazing guy and all this stuff like oh my gosh, like break my heart. Do I want them to be in a relationship? Yes. (laughs) Wow. We're matchmakers here on Chart Chat. Absolutely. Tanner, will you please introduce the pick of the week to the people? Oh, I suppose. (laughs) So as you could probably uh, surmise from my foreshadowing, as Caitlin calls it, pick of the week is King's Dead. And I don't have a ton else to say, but I do want to highlight a little bit more about the future feature the future feature for the outro i'm going to play the ending of his uh of his rap and then the chorus so you get a good sense of both what he and kendrick sound like (laughs) and all i will say about future's turn caitlin is laughing because future i think for a lot of listeners we are more familiar with future with the future that's in mask off much more, much a, a low voice, heavily auto-tuned, of course, but a lower um, sort of dispirited voice. And he dons this falsetto at the end of his rap in King's Dead. It is fascinating. Like, I have made no secret about how I... I think I did that perfectly, by the that way. That was actually pretty good, yeah. That was the much better than your Stormzy, I will say. Um... No, I just, like, if you go way back to the early, earlier days of this podcast with me talking about Young Thug's feature on uh, High End by Chris Brown, mm. him doing some kind of weird stuff. Similarly, the the weird falsetto melodic jumps that Future does here are uncomfortable and strange and don't make sense, and yet they work so well they're all a part of this quilt they are Mm -hmm. and so we'll have that play us out um after the after the outro but uh caitlin do you have any final thoughts on on king's dead before we wrap up yeah i just want to bring up a word that i haven't said before i think on this podcast and that i don't fully have my head wrapped around but i've been reading a lot of marvel comics lately Hmm. so when i heard this song i was just like Afrofuturism mm, okay. to a T. Okay. And I just get this like sci fi, hmm. like robotic coolness, mm-hmm. alternate reality type of vibe okay. from not only the weirdness of the vocals, like you were just mm-hmm. talking about, that kind of out of body almost, mm, but okay. also just the very harsh transitions. Like, yes, they're seamlessly okay. done, but if you pick up and just drop the needle at some point from like the beginning of the song to you know three minutes in you're gonna have a completely different beat like yeah and it's it's good Mm -hmm. but you know i'm just thinking of janelle monet as like 
kind of the poster mm. girl of Afrofuturism and like what a music video for this would look like. Mm. And I get heavy vibes from the music sure. and the vocalists. Yeah. So I will develop more thoughts on this and perhaps turn it into a term paper. Yeah. But for now, I think we need to give the people <laughs> Future's falsetto. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening to Chart Chat, your weekly la-di-da-di-da. If you'd like to listen to all of this past week's chart debuts, you can find YouTube and Spotify playlists in the show notes. And if you have any questions, feedback, or corrections, you can get in touch with us via email at chartchatcast at gmail.com. Also, if you're interested in following us on social media, you can find us on Twitter at chartchatcast. We have lovely pictures of Lana Del Rey. Yes! Yeah. And on Instagram at ChartChat. ChartChat's intro theme was written by Peter Kelly, and our cover art was made by Billy Phillips, both from Coronation Media. Coronation Media is a creative studio specializing in video production, animation, and graphic design. To learn what they can do for your company or organization, visit www.coronationmedia.com. ChartChat is also a member of the Teej.fm network from WTJU. To learn more, visit teej.fm. That's T-E-E-J dot F-M. Thanks for listening to Chart Chat. I'm Caitlin. And I'm Tanner. And we'll catch you next Monday. I got big dogs, that is, that ain't no One, turn off printer. Two, complain about mics. Three, complain more. <laughs> <laughs>